Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast and just a YouTube video for fun because yes. we're talking about roofing copywriting tips. And we've got a proven checklist down in the description, so check it out. We are sharing that with our audience and we're basically just opening up our processes, what we're working on internally because we write a lot of content for roofers. Yep, <laughs> sure do. And I want to ask a big question here at the beginning. What is the point? <laughs> Why? Why content? What's the point of it? Do I actually need content as a roofer in 2022? Right. Um, you definitely need content as a roofer, as anyone really um, in 2022. I think as time goes on, content has always been the baseline thing that you absolutely need for your business. It doesn't matter if you're using modern marketing techniques or not. If there's not good content on your website, on your social platforms, on your landing pages, it's just, it doesn't really matter. You could use every marketing technique in the book if you don't have good content. Okay, so I heard a stat recently that 90% of content on the internet has zero traffic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Why and how do, we, how do we combat that? I know, yeah. Yeah, well, the... Basically, that stat comes from the fact that people just don't have backlinks in their content, yeah. um, so it's not being seen. Yeah. So on top of write, writing good content that's engaging and descriptive and whatever you need to link back to the internet and make that literal web back to your website. So a backlink would be somebody finds you as an authoritative source so they're linking to your website or your blog um, and you can do the same on your own and do links to other websites that are authoritative and without that it's basic nobody is going to find you mm. no one is going to find you if you're not getting the literal traffic like roads directed to your site yeah. um, you won't you just won't show up one little thing i've done on our website that i i'm sure we're doing for some clients too is like statistics posts mm -hmm. because those get referenced so that's one way to naturally get backlinks to content is there any other things that you've seen get links like content that you've sure. created for clients that gets links yeah i would say um if you include YouTube videos as well mm -hmm. um or you're linking other authoritative sources they might notice that people are using their yeah. stuff as a source and they're like oh okay this person's legit or they like respect what we're putting out there so we're gonna return the favor and it's I just kind that. of a group effort that actually happened with us with an influencer where we had a, a post about home advisor out there on the internet and um, that's that's how Dmitry Lipinski found us is he was getting hundreds and hundreds of views every month from our website and I'm sure you've worked on that piece of content before. It gets a lot of traffic. So we upgrade content on a regular basis yep. too. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll just cut off into that direction. What is the point of upgrading content on a regular basis and when should you do that? Sure, um, upgrading content is a good way. So like I said before, content has always been the thing that just, it's always simmering in the background. You need to have it no matter what other marketing strategies you're using and so, because it's been sitting out there for so long, something may be gaining traffic. And if you upgrade it to include 
more modern tactics to get traffic to it, like YouTube videos, unique images, making it longer, like the longer a blog post, the better. I mean, we see roofers who are writing their own marketing and they'll have blogs that are maybe 500 words out there, which is fine, but something that's 2000 words is even more robust and more attractive to Google and other people. So you can actually be a reference point and not just, you know, putting little tidbits out there. What would, how do you upgrade it? Like I'm, I've already said all I need to say, let's say about how to stop a roof leak. How do I upgrade that content? How do I add more content? Where would I, what should I include? Yeah, one thing I include is I'll add more benefits to it. I'll just kind of take what it's about and expand. So for example, if you have like a step-by-step -step guide, that's fine, somebody can go and see, oh, this is how I nail my roof shingles. But without knowing kind of the background and expansiveness of it, I mean, they wanna know what happens if they do it wrong. Mm. You wanna know the benefits of doing it right. You, maybe you wanna know what other people are doing or what tools to use. Okay. This is all things that I would yeah. add to upgrade it, yeah. to make it a resource guide and not just, you know, something that's gonna fall in the cracks of Google and people search for it. I love that. Okay, so is all this content just to sell and make the company look good? Or if, can I just go on there and just kind of talk about the company and what we do? Yes and no. Okay. I think it's a useful tool for all of it. I think um, the thing with writing good content is yes, it's inevitably gonna hopefully sell something, sell some of your services, but it's also your brand representation. It's your just reputation on the line in general and making you one of the industry leading experts on this subject matter because roofing content is boring for the most part. Um, it's an incredibly saturated industry. And if you aren't making content that rises above mm -hmm. two competitors, then yes, it's, it's not really gonna be worth any effort. So yes, it is gonna sell, it is to make your brand look good, but it's also to make you a place where people go. So let's just, let's just say I'm an ambitious marketing manager out there who's writing content as we speak. I'm sitting down to write a blog post because I got inspired by this checklist that we've got in the mm -hmm. description. I'm about to write a blog post. How can I make sure that it's not, like you say, boring and slipping through the cracks of Google? Talk to me about maybe what Hook does uh, to differentiate our content from the average blog post out there. Yeah, so what I would do, I mean, I'll speak on what we do at Hook, but I also would encourage any roofing marketer to do this as well, is the first thing is, I mean, we all are, blasted with things on the internet all day long and it's very overwhelming. So if you're writing a piece of content, a blog for example, if you don't put something at the very top that is gonna entice someone to read the rest of the way, mm. I mean, you're kind of wasting your time. So focus on those first few sentences. Yep, I mean, we'll put bullet points, we'll bold a spicy sentence. We'll mm -hmm. say, you know, most contractors are giving you a no obligation inspection, but actually they just want to harass you till yeah. <laughs> they get your business. But so challenge your competitors. Very spicy. Challenge your competitors. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you really feel, Casey? Yeah, right. Um, so, Content, we're talking about content, but we're not just talking about text. Yeah. 
So I guess how do we make, how, do I need to make every video myself that I put on my blog post? Do I need to make every photo that I, that I put on my blog post? What's the ideal and then what's, what's okay to do? Yeah. I would say, so when you think of content creators today, it's obviously people do everything under the sun. They make videos, they write blogs, they take pictures. It's all, uh, you need to include all of it in order to compete, I guess. So ideally today. it would so be the original. It'd be everything, yep, original content. But um, I recommend marketers to use, you know, um, stock photos that you've paid for. Don't find stuff on Google, don't reshare images, don't use other people's images, but you can use you know, stock photos to fill space as long as you use alt tags and keywords and the image name. Alt like tags, um, yeah. for somebody who doesn't know what that is, what's the point of it and how do you like, Yeah. Uh, why? So there's two points to an alt tag, which would be in the back end of your site. You would put a description on a, on a photo. One is that it's accessible for people who use screen readers visually impaired, it will read to them what the picture looks like. So you'd be like, man, nailing shingles on a roof on a sunny day. But it also is creating another bit of content that Google is going to see and crawl. And it may show up in Google Images if it's in an authoritative piece of content. Um, so I might put a uh, roofer in Indiana nailing shingles on a roof. Exactly. Exactly. The yeah. more specific, the better. Or whatever um, the blog post is about. Yep. But to answer your question, it doesn't all have to be original videos. Okay. I mean, I will put, if I find a YouTube video that is a great example of somebody cutting through metal, for example, um, it has 35,000 views and it's a decent piece of content, I'll put it in the blog post. And that isn't something that, you know, it's not stealing someone's content because it's linking right back to the YouTube and it has, it's crediting them and all of that. So it doesn't have to be all original. It's great to be original stuff. And it's great if, if roofers have pictures of all of their projects they've done and they want to put that in their blog post, that's perfection, but that's not always the case. How do you write something that doesn't just get glossed over? Sure. Um, well, we follow our checklist. We include challenger viewpoints, challenging the industry, like I mentioned before. Um, taking different perspectives on things because the roofing industry is kind of ever-changing. If you're not keeping up, you're getting glossed over and you're being ignored. Um, uh, emotional hook points. So some, when somebody's getting a new roof, obviously that's a stressful thing. Try and relate to somebody who's actually looking for this mm. information. I was just yeah. listening to phone calls yesterday. So we listened to 100 phone calls of roof, roofer companies roofing companies and they, um, the people calling in, man, it is, it is a lot more stressful than I realized. Like there's a lot of people's roofs actually leaking at the moment of phone call. Yeah. And so it's a pretty stressful event mm -hmm. and it's not always like hunky dory. No. So you're saying if I can somehow empathize or relate to that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we're, we might be fooling ourselves by thinking every homeowner is sitting there and reading a 2,000 <laughs> page yeah. blog. But if they read in the first couple sentences, like, we get it. You're in a rush. You're stressed. That might actually draw them in to be like, oh, this company empathizes with me. I like the emotional hook points thing. Um, lastly, how does a company like Hook Agency even write for outside companies? Don't, don't I have to be like, 
don't I need to know everything about this company and be inside the company and talk to the owner every day to write something no. well for them? Why? No, I wouldn't say so. Um, I think the reason companies like us can write for other companies is one, we know what works. You know, through trial and error, we have discovered a perfect formula that works for companies. We essentially act as, you know, we may as well be their internal marketing team, but we're just outside having an entire team dedicated to our proven processes that work. And two, um, we do extensive research about what's working in the industry. I mean, I've written so many blog posts about roofing materials and how to nail shingles. I could probably do it myself. Number one point. ranking <laughs> blog post in the world for roofing materials, actually. But Could probably do it myself. Yeah. So we just take the time and energy to learn as much as possible. I read the top articles on Google search results and I just, you know, I mean, if you read 10 how-to books on something yourself, you can probably do a pretty good job at representing what that might look like. So when are you starting a roofing company? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you start a roofing company, by the way? Me? Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm a klutz. I would get injured day one. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I would get hurt day one. <laughs> I like that. So uh, if you had to talk to somebody that was currently struggling to do some content on their website on a regular basis, or they've had a company that was doing one piece of content a month on their blog or their, their website, but you think they should step it up and use a more aggressive team. Can you look into this camera and just say why? And like what's, yeah. what's the problem and what you do differently? I would say the problem is probably that roofing marketers, or just, you know, sometimes it's not even a roofing marketer. Sometimes it's just the people who run the business. They just don't have time. They don't, if they're putting out one blog post a month, it means they don't have the time or energy to put together pieces of content that are consistent, relevant, long enough, you know, even pulling images and video, it takes time. And we have the time and we have the manpower and we just are a better resource to actually start getting quicker results and taking something off of their plate that they don't have to worry about. Awesome. Casey, where can people find you online and uh, like what social platform should they connect with you on? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. I share content tips a lot um, to help people you kind of be better. So, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm Casey Swanson. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on the Hook site, obviously. Um, and I share tips every now and then on how people can write better content, support their business, and just, you know. Crush your online. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so Tim Brown, HookAgency.com. Thank you so much for uh, being part of it. I think that my favorite thing about Casey and, and her team is that we are honestly not even necessarily always required by clients to continually move the quality forward. Like a lot of our clients just go, yes, now. Yeah. Because we used to do content for everybody and that was a bad decision. <laughs> Um, and now we only do it for contractors, which is a much better decision. Mm -hmm. So if you thought it was, if you think it's hard now, what it used to be like was a lot harder. Um, that's the, the power of niching into contractors. But what I like about your team is that you guys are always, the clients aren't necessarily saying it has to be so much better, yep. but 
you're internally doing workshops weekly with your team and you're forcing the quality to go up, even though no one else is necessarily always forcing the quality to go up. Yeah, it pains us to not put something out there for our clients that isn't perfect or that we wouldn't write ourselves for our own sort of website or business or whatever we would have. Absolutely, and so if you want the proven process, Without the price tag, just check out the <laughs> check out the checklist below. Um, and of course, we would love to work with you too if it's appropriate. So thank you guys so much for listening or watching, and uh, have a good one. Bye.